a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah, Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor, and it's Friday night, the last day of March. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig. And uh, it's so nice to know that tomorrow is Biden's favorite holiday. <laughs> yeah, April Fool's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a holiday made especially for fools. <laughs> I know. You know, you, you, he probably doesn't even know it. He probably doesn't even know what day it is. True. He probably thinks it's the 4th of July or something. Every day is the 4th of July. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's, uh, I'll tell you, it's a struggle today because I didn't get any sleep last night. I sure didn't get any, not even one second. The more I tried to fall asleep, the further away that became from reality. Finally, yes. at about one fifteen this morning, I thought, you know, it's not even worth it anymore, so I got up. <laughs> ah, well, I got to watch, let's see, Late Night Raymond, Everybody Loves Raymond, Mom, one of my favorite shows ever. I mean, I watched all the stupid old shows. There was just no sleep. No, no. So, I mean, we'll get, we'll get through this uh, yes, tonight. Yes, we will. Um, we have no idea, folks, what we're doing on the show tonight because absolutely nothing of importance happened yesterday. Not a thing. One of those boring days. Yep. Nothing to talk about tonight. So we may as well wrap it up right here. Okay. Nighty night. <laughs> yep. Um, no, I mean, uh, the, uh, the big indictment of President mm-hmm. Trump came down yesterday afternoon, late in the afternoon. And uh, that's all anybody wanted to talk about last night. It's all that's been talked about today. You know, if you go through the the news wires and the news feeds, it's all over the place. And so Mm -hmm. you and I are kind of dedicating tonight's show to talking about that because it is a big story. But before before we get into the details regarding it, do you have an opening statement about it you'd like to make. Yeah. Off the top of my head, off the cuff, we all know President Trump is innocent of these charges. We all know they're bogus charges. We all know he was the winner in 2020. We know all of that. But when you have a group of people, meaning the Democrats, so focused on taking someone down, they will do and try anything in their power to do so. And that's what's happening here. The only problem with this indictment, as I see it beyond it being bogus, is this is being used as a divert and deflect attention away from the issues of the day. This is just a continuation of the Russian collusion nonsense, this nonsense, that nonsense. It's something else that they threw in. You hear anybody talking about the border 
anybody talking about the economy, anybody talking about all Russia's threats, including uh, stationing nuclear weapons in Belarus. Do you hear any of this stuff? No. All we hear again now is the Trump scandals, not of his doing, but of the Democrats doing. So you have to wonder, you know, everyone on our side thinks this has handed Trump the election. No, it hasn't. Because this is what the Democrats wanted. And people will eventually wake up to that. And I was one of them that all along from day one, when everybody poo-pooed, no, they're never going to indict him. I said, yes, they will. Because they are going to use this to their advantage. So the independents will get tired of it. The crossover Democrats will get tired of it. And this is what they wanted. So be prepared, people, because what you're seeing on the surface is not really what's happening. You know, I, I, for my part, I think you're right. I think this is what they wanted, but I think it's only a portion of what they wanted. I look at this, and I think, and I said this, you know, last week when we thought the indictment was going to come down, uh, you know, a week ago, a week and a <laughs> half ago. You know, I think what they're trying to do is provoke a response from voters on the right. I I think they want a strong response. I think they want it to get out of hand so they can pin that uh, on Trump and then use it to tar and feather voters on the right heading into 2024. I think the, I, I think the smartest thing that we could do as right voters, right side voters, is relax, keep our powder dry, uh, not take to the streets, not engage the way the liberals are hoping that we'll engage. You know, there's a long, I'm sorry, there's a long road ahead of us in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't over by any stretch of the imagination. We'll talk about that, you know, coming up you know, a little bit later in the show. There are more possibilities for indictments. I think what the left is trying to do here is, by sheer numbers uh, of these bogus indictments, they're going to try and provoke the strongest response possible from voters on the right side of the aisle. And I think if we, as those voters, take the bait, we're playing right into their hands, and we should not let them have that. The problem is right now, Craig... The only Trumpers, as they've been deemed, the ones who will not accept anyone but Trump as the nominee, they're already playing into it. Yeah, I know. They're egging egging Trump on. Well, and look, I see a whole lot of difference in, you know, supporting President Trump, you know, and there was a lot of people that showed up outside Mar-a-Lago last night. You know, as uh-huh. the, the news was fresh and they're standing out there with American flags and Gazdan flags and, you know, anti-Biden flags. Um, you know, I saw somebody out there with a, a huge flag. Biden is not my president. And I thought, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to stand out there in front of Mar-a-Lago and show your support, you know, there there have already been... Uh, phone numbers and text numbers set up where you you can text your support to President Trump. You can make donations to President Trump. You can do you know, I, whatever you want to do along those lines. I, I think it's fine, but don't play into it to the point where you do start doing stupid things. You know, and where you can get accused not not rightfully accused, mind you, but accused of causing trouble and causing violence. Don't play into it to that effect because that's what the Democrats are hoping that we'll do and we shouldn't let them have that. Well, along those lines, Trump himself has to stop some of the rhetoric that he Mm. has put out of late. 
Yeah, you I know, agree. The take to the streets and, and all of that. No. The best we can do, in my opinion, we know it's bogus. We know he's not guilty. Let it just run its course. Because if we don't just let it run its course, it will die out. This is going to be the platform for 2024. Mm -hmm. The hell with the border. You know, the hell with inflation. The hell with Putin on his, you know, with his finger on a nuclear, um, the nuclear button. The hell with China buying up United States land. All of that's going to be forgotten. And all we're going to be focused on is this one man and indictments. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly what Biden and the liberals want. You know, be, and, and there's a reason for that, too, folks. <clears throat> Biden can't run on his record, and he knows it. He doesn't know he much. He has no record. You know, he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't know what flavor of the day of pudding he's going to get. But he knows mm-hmm. he can't w- run on his record, and certainly his handlers know he can't run on his record because his record stinks out loud. You know, he's, yes. he's failed the border. He's failed foreign policy. He's failed the economy. He's failed energy production. He's failing the banks. He's failing uh, in the way he's handling Ukraine. He's failed in the way he's handling Russia. He's failed against China because, you know, he's getting paid by China. So... You know that's that's kind of a gimme. That's that's a no brainer, and and you would normally think a no brainer would be something easy for Biden to understand, but in this case, it's not. You know, but he can't run on the record, so they're going to have to run on Orange Man Bad. You know, we had Orange Man Bad in 2020. We really don't need a repeat of it again. Right. And I'm still of the opinion. While Trump was a great president, his record, his domestic and foreign policy record speaks for itself. The very record he's not talking about, by the way, it's all, you know, make Trump great again, uh, instead of talking about how great our country was under his stewardship. Um, I really believe it's time for a, or I should say the, next generation of leaders to take over. Yeah. It's, it's, Trump will be 80 years old, and while we're not comparing him to Joe Biden by any means, we still need younger people. We need to infuse the party with some new blood. Otherwise, we're going to be hearing the same old nonsense over and over and over, and nothing's going to get solved. You know, God forbid we lose the House. We don't have it by much, folks. But God forbid we lose the House and we don't take back the Senate, and then Trump loses. That's that's not good. You know, while he might win the nomination and most likely will, and will, of course, vote for him. He's not going to be Joe Biden. Too many polls are showing that while he's popular with our side, he's not popular with the independents, and he sure as hell ain't popular with even the crossover Democrats, and we're going to lose again. Well, he's got to have the independents. If he, if he loses the independent vote, he can't win, period. I he's mean, already who, lost it, yeah. You know, and, and I... I tend to think that it doesn't really matter which side of the aisle you're on. If you can't carry the independence, you're not going to win the election, period. Right. A fair you know? election. Now, that's right. something that has to be dealt with right. before 2024. We need well, to clean up this nonsense with Dominion machines. Yeah, well, and, it's and, not going to happen. I know. You know I so, know. I mean, you can, you can preach that. All you want, but that's not not going to happen between now and twenty twenty four, you know. And that's that's really kind of, uh, you know. I while I agree with you, you know. And if we can't do that, we've got to perfect from our side of the aisle, vote, you know, ballot harvesting, and and you know, so we're you know fighting on a level playing field. And I don't even know that we're capable of doing that by twenty twenty four, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this really isn't about all of that. You know, this is about 
these charges, and you called them bogus, you're right, they are. Uh, and, and what we need to know and understand about how this is all being done. So let's get into the charges themselves. And Diane, we can't really say exactly what the charges are because they haven't released the indictment. Right. Right. Trump's attorneys don't even know what's in the indictment yet. I know. I know. Isn't that weird? Yes. I mean, yes. Uh, now, what we understand is that there's 34 different charges related to business fraud, right? And it goes back 50 years, some of those charges. Well, mm, I don't know that, that the charges actually, I mean, some people are saying that, and I don't know that that's true. Um, I tend to think not. I mean, some of the charges. No, no, going back to his dad. It goes back to his dad well, they can't, when he it, first started. Yeah, but they can't indict. Yeah, but they can't indict Donald Trump for what his dad did. Okay, so while the while the Trumps have been investigated for fifty years, that's true. Okay, I think this indictment really does center around this whole swirling cesspool of Stormy Daniels, and I think what they've done is they've taken. The the Stormy Daniels case. We'll know we'll know for sure whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong on Tuesday. But what it seems to me they've done is taken that Stormy Daniels case, and quite possibly there was some other woman at about the same time, and I can't think of her name. She was a model, and uh, I think what they've done is they've taken every little tiny insignificant aspect of each one of those cases and cut it up into 34 parts and they've made a different indictment or a different charge out of each one of those parts and here's how that would work as a for instance we know that trump the the organization reimbursed michael cohn in installments right so each each one of those checks, each one of those installments is going to come up to a separate charge. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. And the reason that you do that if you're a prosecutor is because you know <clears throat> that you don't have enough evidence to gain a conviction on any single charge. And you're hoping that by by flooding the uh, the docket with 34 separate charges, that you can get something to stick to the wall. Yeah, well, part of the charges, which I was saying that go back 50 years, the ones that it's rumored that they're trying to get Trump on deal when he and his dad had a lot of apartment buildings, and they refused to, um, supposedly, I should say, refused to rent to black people. That That's something that I think is going to be in there. Well, <clears throat> I, I won't say it's not, but I, can, but I can tell you the statute of limitations on that, if it's a 50-year-old thing, ran out 45 years ago. Okay, no, no, no. These are from the. These kind of charges are from the. Uh, I believe the late sixties into the late seventies. Uh, I, I understand, but the statute of limitations is five years. You forget you're dealing with New York. Well, I know, but you you can't. You can't make that stick in a court of law because the statute of limitations says if you're going to charge him with that, you have to charge him within five years of catching him. You know, so I mean, you know, but I I don't discount the fact that he'll try to shoehorn that stuff in because, let's face it, the statute of limitations on the Stormy Daniel things are two years past their due date. Well, there's your perfect example. You know? The Stormy Daniels is past its time, and here it is again. The housing incidents, it's past their time, and it can come back, too. You forget something. New York 
seems to think they can do whatever they want. Well, they're going to find out they can't. Liberal judges, they have the liberal mayors, they have the liberal governor who will back them up every step of the way. Well, you know, it's it's yet to be seen. I'm just telling you what I think these charges are going to be. It's going to be a bunch of nitpicky crap that doesn't mean anything that they they diced up into 34 separate parts and they attached a charge to each part and that's a that's a, a tactic that is so bogus and and so beyond prosecutorial uh ethics that i i it, it's it's going to be a wonder if it gets past uh, the first day or two uh in a courtroom but it certainly will not hold up on appeal if Trump takes it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I'm sure if it doesn't get thrown out before that, that's where it's going to wind up. Yeah, more more subterfuge, more diversions, yeah. and nothing gets done. Right. It's just, just a never-ending onslaught of BS. The problem is, as good as Trump was while he was president... He carries too much political baggage now. And people are tired of the baggage. Not the only Trumpers, but the general population is tired of the baggage. And I'm holding strong that we need to turn over to the next generation. Of course, I will vote and support Trump if he gets the nomination. Mm -hmm. And I 100% believe that all four of the charges that are going to be leveled against him are bogus. I believe he won the 2020 election. But I also know there comes a time in a politician's life, and whether he wants to admit it or not, he's a politician. There comes a time in their life when they have to know it's time to turn the reins of power over. And it's my belief, we know Trump loves this country. No one, absolutely no one, should even debate that point. But with the fact that he's not going to beat Biden, why is he going to put us through four more years of hell? Well, He it, needs to turn the reins of power over. And you're right, it would be another four years of it, because this isn't going to end at 2024. No. Okay, this, I mean, if let's, let's just say he wins the nomination, and he wins the White House. Then we're in for this till 2028. Yeah, and then you we'll know. never get back the, the White House, because people will be so disgusted with, with it, you'll have Democrats, I mean, Republicans voting for Democrats. Enough. We've got to stop it now. We've got good candidates out there. And I don't hide the fact that I support Governor DeSantis 100%. If he gets the nomination, I want to help run the um, Broward County chapter or whatever, you know. They want to call it at the time. It's time. It's time for us to move on. Like we moved on from Hillary. We've got to move on from this too. Yes, we want Trump's name cleared. Absolutely 100%. And you want to know something? I think history itself will clear his name. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it will. You know, because this, you know, you can only BS the people for so long before the truth starts squeaking out. But the the problem is, you know, the uh, a lie will travel house halfway around the world before the truth puts its pants on. So, you know, and that's that's kind of what the the liberals are hoping for here. I found it very interesting and very telling today. When Nancy Pelosi came out and said, well, he'll have his chance to prove his innocence in court. Well, Nancy, dear, that's not how it works. You see, in this country, you have to prove a person's guilt because they're presumed innocent until they're proven guilty. But what's so telling about that, Diane, and you tell me if I'm wrong, 
I think that's what Nancy Pelosi, Barack Obama, the fundamental transformation of the United States, and all these liberals, and, and that includes liberals in the mainstream media, what they want is a whole new justice system where you can be found guilty by a mere accusation, and then when you get to court, you have to prove you're innocent. That might be what they want, and that's what they're setting up for now. But, you know, there comes a point in time also. We, the people, have to say enough. We talk about the Republicans need to grow a spine. Yeah, they do. But so do we. We can't just be, uh, what do they love to call, keyboard warriors. We can't just be talkers. We also have to be doers. And I'm not saying violence, folks, by any means. We got to demand change in the voting. The first thing, in my opinion, we need to do away with is early voting. That's nonsense. If you can't give up one day to vote for the leader of your country, maybe you shouldn't be on the voting rolls. I mean, we need change, but we need change to the right, not change to the left. Well, and I I think what the liberals are trying to do is they're trying to reinstate the type of tyranny that our founders and forefathers fought a war of revolution to get away from. Yeah. You know, and I I mean, I, I, I can't really honestly see it any other way. The answer to the whole voting early thing, I think is simple. I've been saying this for decades. Just make election day a national holiday. Everybody gets the day off. You, you know, with pay, it's, it's it make it a make it a national holiday. Everybody gets the day off. You go out and vote, and then the next day you go back to work. Yeah, or make it a three day weekend. Make the voting day always on Friday. And if in case of you know like a federal election and a presidential election, if you need two days because there's so many people, you got Friday and Saturday. And then everybody can recoup on Sunday. There's solutions to anything, but nobody is looking for the solution. No, no. And that's that's the fact that nobody is looking for the solution is actually a big part of the problem. Exactly. You know, I mean, that that should go without saying, but I think we have to say it. Yeah. Because nobody wants to say it out loud. Well, The one thing I have to say about Pelosi's part of her statements is that, you know, Trump has the trial. He has to prove his innocence, whatever. And then she goes on to say he has to know that nobody is above the law. Oh, excuse me. Really, Nancy? Does the name Hillary ring a bell? Does the name Barack Hussein Obama ring a bell? Does your own name ring a bell? You're all above the law, and you've all gotten away with God only knows what. Well, Fauci. Uh, you Fauci know, th- is part of that, of course. Throw him into the bell scenario. How about Joe Biden? You know, Joe the whole Biden, Biden fi- family crime syndicate, for God's sake. Yeah, the family crime syndicate, yes. But I think the best we can get out of Joe Biden is committing him to a padded room. <laughs> with a bib. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, you're 100 percent right. You know, nobody is above the law, really, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what about all the rioters from the 2020 summer of love that were never arrested? Oh, they were mostly peaceful, right? Yeah. How about BLM and the burning down of American cities? Yeah, BLM, Antifa. What about them? Yeah. But remember, it's a two-sided system here. If you're a Democrat, it's okay. If you're Republican or conservative, it's not okay. You notice that. You notice that, huh? Two sides of the coin. You notice that, huh? I notice that. I tell you folks, (laughs) nothing gets past Diane's story. I mean nothing. (laughs) 
we've well, made it pick up on little details that's yeah yeah that's that's one of those little details that might just slide through a crack mm-hmm. you know with, without you being here to tell us that you know justice is no longer blind we would have never known i would have never known it got past me well you know what it's never enough times to remind people of that well, because you're right. what's happening here with the indictment is a precedent has been set that a liberal DOJ, if they don't like you, they can bring charges against you now. That's what this is. Thomas precedence, and that's very, very bad. It is very bad. Folks, we've hit the bottom of the hour. That means we got to take a quick break, and Diane can answer her phone. And <laughs> or was that your wristwatch? That was my phone that my husband forgot to sh- shut off when he needed to use it before, yes. and I didn't know it was still on. Yeah, blame it on somebody else. Hey, that's what spousal units are for, to take the blame <laughs> for everything. Well, okay, I'm all for that, as long as I'm not the one getting blamed. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm all for it. Folks, stay with us. We've got more to say on this topic when we come back. More Right Side Patriots after this. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, Check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. If you miss any part of tonight's show, go to RSPRadio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button. You can listen to the whole thing and any of our other shows that are there. Yes. All right, so let's get back into this Trump indictment fiasco, and I think it is a fiasco. Absolutely. Um, You know, one of the things that kind of caught my attention uh, when all of this came out late yesterday afternoon and and droned on uh, into the late evening and nighttime hours last night was the fact that, you know, if you watch uh, and, and listen to a lot of attorneys from even the left side of the political spectrum, they think this is bogus. Alan Dershowitz said it's bogus. Jonathan Turley said it's bogus. You know who else said it was bogus uh, on television today? And this is no supporter of President Trump. Geraldo Rivera said it was bogus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when you have your... When you have your so-called enemies 
saying it's bogus. The left has problems, but they're going to push this through, Craig. This is their diversion from right. everything. Well, they don't really care. I This is just my opinion, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. think they really care if they get a conviction out of it as long as they can string it out and pile one of these cases on top of the other, because you got the Mar-a-Lago case, you got the January 6th case, and you've also got the Georgia case that are all pending. And I think you're going to go about four weeks in between each one of these being indicted. Well, they think the Georgia one's going to go first. Right. I think Georgia will go first. I think Mar-a-Lago will go second. And I think uh, January 6th will go uh, next, but I think you can you could probably figure on having about four weeks in between each one, okay? Yeah. And that that strings it out and it lumps them all together, and then Trump mm-hmm. is fighting on four fronts, as well as trying to run for president. You know, I mean, I I see this by design. Now, you and I do not believe in coincidences. No. Do you find it a coincidence that on the same day, almost the same hour as the indictment was handed down, they let the QAnon shaman out of jail? Yeah, it was kind of funny, wasn't it? I mean, think about this, folks. You know, he is, according to the liberals, he is the face of the January 6th insurrection. He was the guy behind it all. Well... Tucker Carlson came out and showed those videos a couple of weeks ago on his show, and it proved that the QAnon shaman, the guy in the buffalo furry hat and face paint, Mm -hmm. he was just wandering around and the cops were helping him find open doors, you know? So he wasn't the leader of anything, right? But, you know, right up until yesterday, according to the liberals, he was the face of the January 6th insurrection, evil incarnate. This man must be kept behind bars. He's a danger to humanity. He's trying to destroy democracy. And I know we want to get into the whole democracy versus, you know, constitutional republic thing. We know it's not a democracy. But And then yesterday, they dropped the news of the indictment and immediately let the QAnon shaman out because hoping nobody would notice that, you know, he's not really the face of the insurrection and there wasn't really an insurrection. Right. There never was an insurrection. No, but not they're going to close to an insurrection, but they're going to indict Trump for it when he's clearly on video. I, I don't understand how these liberals don't understand how video works, but there are videos out there with audio attached to them where you can clearly hear President Trump say that day on January 6th that people should go peacefully and patriotically yes. to the Capitol. But, but they don't care. Yeah, they're going to indict him for it anyway. Another right. bogus charge. Of course it's all bogus. <laughs> the whole thing is bogus. But it's divert <laughs> and deflect. Get away from anything of importance. Keep the focus off Biden and Kamala. Let's keep it on Trump. And behind the scenes, we'll do whatever we want to do. And they're going to continue to do that unless we wake up. You know, we we need stronger leaders on our side, and we just don't have them. Now, you mentioned just moments ago Kamala Harris, and for our listeners that don't know, Kamala Harris is Diane's favorite person outside of Corrine Jean-Pierre. Corrine uh, <laughs> just needs, you know, a comb. There is an invention called a comb. But um, Kamala Harris had... <sighs> Well, let's put it this way. Kamala Harris was not picked because she was so great. She was picked by Obama. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. But okay, And that kind of says it all. Now, you know where she is right now, right? In Africa. Yeah. Yep. She was in Zambia today. And she was at a, um, she was at a, a, a function with the president of Zambia, who I'm sure is looking at her like, who the hell are you? Um, Right. You know, 
But, of course, the press was there, and, of course, the press asked Kamala about the indictment, right? Mm-hmm. And did you hear how that played out? This, this is fascinating. No, I actually didn't. Okay, she said, quote, I'm not going to comment on an ongoing criminal case as it relates to the former president, unquote. Okay? Okay. But standing next to her is the president of Zambia. And the president of Zambia said, the indictment of President Trump, what does it mean to the rule of law? Let's remove names from your question. Let's put out what we decided we would do to govern ourselves in an orderly manner. We passed our constitutions, bedrock law. Then secondary laws, other regulations create a platform or framework around which we agreed either as Americans or Zambians to govern ourselves and so to live within those confines. The president of Zambia then went on to compare the indictment of President Trump to the corruption in his own country. Hmm. Now, this is this to me is fascinating. A, English is not his first language. And yet he makes more sense in two words than Kamala Harris, where English is her first language, can make in an entire speech. Well, Kamala is not known to be the best of orators. Yeah, you notice you know? that, too. I yeah. tell you, folks, nothing gets past Diane. Sorry. <laughs> she is horrible, Diane. She's awful. Yeah, she makes no sense. She can't string two words together. This woman has no business being the vice president. She's a joke. Here it is, Biden, or we should say, oh, Biden, mm-hmm. made her the border czar, and she has yet to visit the border. Being seven miles away is not visiting the border. No, no, it's it's a seven-mile stone throw from the border. Yes. And, and nobody's got an arm that good. No, no. But, but there but, was the president of Zambia lecturing her about our Constitution and our rule of law and about how corrupt this indictment of President Trump was. I found that fascinating. Well, it's, it's all absolutely ridiculous what's going on in this country now. And we really need to stay focused on the issues. Yes, we have to pay attention to what's happening to President Trump, because if it happened to him, it can happen to any one of us. But we can't let the issues fall by the wayside. And that's what the Democrats are hoping will happen. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think key to that, Diane, is putting the focus on this indictment where it actually belongs. And that is not, and I I hate to say this because I know I'm going to make the only Trumpers mad, but the, the, the focus of this should not be on Donald Trump. It should be on the rule of law. Exactly. But they... They just don't care about the rule of law. There's no other way to say it. They don't care. And they think of themselves, the Democrats think of themselves as above the law. And unfortunately, with our Republicans not having much of a backbone right now, they probably are above the rule of the law because nobody can stop them. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. I, I think that's a really good point. We talked about coincidences here, right? And the coincidence that that the hour that the indictment came down, the shaman was released, right? Right. Here's another coincidence. At the same time that the indictment was announced, Saudi Arabia has joined with China to replace the U.S. dollar in international trade. 
Yeah. They don't want you to know that, the liberals. No. They, they don't want you aware of that because when that happens, when, when the dollar gets replaced, especially in the oil trading business, mm-hmm. it devalues the dollar. Inflation goes sky high, higher than you ever thought imaginable. And our dollar basically becomes worthless. Yes, it does. Absolutely, yes, it does. And I just got some breaking, I don't really want to call it news because it got sent to me personally. Apparently, the um, counts are not just about Stormy Daniels. They are about the thing that I mentioned with the apartments and such. It's going to include 34 counts related strictly to business fraud. They can go back 50 years, but the statute of limitations ran out 45 years ago. Doesn't matter in New York. You know, so, well, New York's got to play by the rules. And uh, I I agree, it doesn't matter to the DA in New York. It probably won't matter to the jury. I'm not sure it's going to matter to the judge. But by the time it gets to the U.S. Supreme Court, it's going to matter. And by the time it makes its way to the Supreme Court, 2024 election will be over. Could be, you know, but I mean. This is going to be a long, drawn out soap opera again. They need to drop these cases. Do you want to do your indictments? Do your indictments. You make a fool out of yourself. But then the courts have to say, this is a nothing burger. We're not even putting it on the docket. That would be the best thing. Yeah, but you, you know as well as I do, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, the, the best thing is not what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, we know that. Um, but this thing with the thing with the American dollar, our economy, I mean, if, if, if the dollar gets replaced in international trade as the standard for international trade, we're no longer going to be in a recession. We're going to be in a depression. Well, that's what they want. You know, but that's yeah, what but they've they, always wanted. But but they don't want you to know that they were intentionally ignoring that and allowing it to happen. You know, because oh, we we indicted Trump. Look at the shiny ball. You know, I mean, that's what you said earlier. It's all about the distractions. Yeah. You know, That's this is another one. Thing is, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just—it's mind-boggling. At at this point, it's mind-boggling. But you know, the biggest thing I hope for is that Trump. I'm not going to say keep his mouth shut. He's he has every right to say what he wants to say. But if he has to make statements about this, make them logical, make them fact-filled. Don't start with the stupid nicknames and don't put even an innuendo of, of threats of violence or riots or whatever in them. Do it so you come out, meaning Trump, comes out on top, not give the Democrats more fodder. Right, right. But I mean, what what do you what do you think the chances are that that he'll take the high road? I mean, honestly, what do you think the chances are? Honestly, um, only going by past, you know, instances. I don't think they're very high. I I don't think it's an impossibility, but I don't think it's a strong possibility i think right. we'll know more tuesday well yeah you, because you know once the uh once the the booking is done right trump mm-hmm. will come out of there and make a statement to the press because every member of the press will be there and that's fine yeah it's that's fine. fine we'll wait and see what that that statement is but i've got a feeling it's going to be make trump great again not make america great again Oh, I I agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And Can't, that's missing the whole point. It, we it can't is. 
have another four years of this. We can't. Can can I bring up yet another episode that lends itself perfectly, Diane, to what you said about all of this being a grand distraction? Okay. What a coincidence it was that the very day that the indictment against President Trump was handed down on bogus charges, trans activists stormed the Capitol in Tennessee in in what the Democrats, had it been conservatives in that building, would have called an insurrection. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know the chaos that descended on the Capitol in Nashville, Tennessee, yesterday, because, oh, look at the shiny ball. We indicted Trump. Right. You know, if if that would have been conservatives in that Capitol rotunda yesterday, they'd have called it Insurrection 2.0. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. This Don't tell me the timing of this was driven by the evidence. The timing of this was driven by circumstances. And don't think the same orchestrator is not pulling all the strings. And again, I'm going to go back to something I have stated time and time again. Joe Biden is not running this country. Obama is. 100%. Yeah. And that's that's pretty bad, folks. Now, what what I want out of this uh, is a souvenir because this is this is a moment in time that should never be forgotten by anybody. Okay. Uh, I want a souvenir from this. Uh, once the mugshot is released, and it will be, I want a a coffee cup with Trump's smiling face on it that says "Trump Mugshot." Oh, that's cute. I want a coffee mug with Trump's face on it that says Trump's mug shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> as, as, yeah, I'll, just, I'll set it on my desk and I'll look at it every day and I'll think this is a moment in history that should never be forgotten. The, the day that our, our judicial system was flushed down the toilet. That's exactly, you know, the bottom line here. We're no longer a nation of laws. We're now a nation of liberal justices, liberal DAs, liberal judges. They have solely legislated from the bench, and it's basically anything goes, as long as it goes against our side. You know, the liberals, like the ones in the mainstream media that are doing their happy dance today because Trump got indicted yesterday— they should understand that turnaround is fair play. And in in red states, liberals could be indicted over nothing. And according to Nancy Pelosi, they would then have to prove their innocence. Right. You see, and that statement alone upsets our whole judicial system. We're based on you're innocent until proven guilty. Not you are guilty until you prove yourself innocent. That's not what America was founded for, on, and what our Constitution is about. So they are continuing to trample on the Constitution via indictments against Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... But if it can happen to Trump, like you said, it can happen to anybody. It could happen to you. It could happen to me. It could happen to any of our listeners, any of the readers of our blogs. It could happen to anybody. But these liberals have to understand, you know, just like when they were applauding all of the the big buyouts and all the money that the the federal government was printing in the early days of the Biden regime, you know, and, and... well, we were all telling them this is going to cause horrible inflation. They're like, yeah, 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 see, you couldn't do this. Well, it's going to come for them, too. They weren't immune from inflation. They're not going to be immune from this either. Because the day will come that even their own party will turn on them, indict them for crimes they did not commit just because they may have said something 
the power elite didn't like. Right. You know, when you have um, big news stories like this, suddenly you have those news stories dwindling down and, and they get lower on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now Trump's at the top of the totem pole. But that could change at the drop of a hat. You know, people don't get that. In fact, I think just about right now, Xi is meeting with uh, Zelensky. Could be. You know, and there was, there was a time not so far back where we would have been the leader in those negotiations. We've been now replaced by China, thanks to Biden. Right, right. You know, I mean, it just, just is what it is. Folks, we've only got a couple of minutes left, and I don't want to let this show go. I mean, you know, obviously we're going to be talking about this more on Tuesday because the booking of President Trump will be taking place and we'll have, you know, a lot to talk about there. But, you know, earlier today, a huge tornado, or maybe more than one, uh, ripped through Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, did a lot of damage. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Did a lot of damage. Uh, they're still in search and rescue mode, in especially in the western part of Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders has the National Guard in there uh, assisting. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people whose homes and businesses were ripped to shreds. Uh, there's going to be people that lost their lives. There's going to be people that are injured. And I, I just don't want to let, uh, you know, the show go without at least mentioning, uh, that we're thinking about you down there in oh, yeah. Arkansas. Uh, don't hold your breath waiting for FEMA to get there. Uh, Arkansas <laughs> yeah. is a pretty red yeah. state, so don't hold your breath. Mm-hmm. Especially they don't like Sarah Huckabee Sanders there. Well, the, I mean, the, the state people love her. They but, love her. Uh, FEMA, you know, on the yeah. left, they don't love her so much. No, neither does Biden. Um, right. You know, so uh, folks down there in Little Rock, uh, you're, you're going to be pretty much on your own, I think, for a while. Probably. You know, but we're thinking about you. We hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's just, just one of those things. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Biden was in Mississippi uh, where a tornado went through a couple of days ago. Uh, he was in a place called Rolling Fork, Mississippi, and from the podium he called it Rolling Stone, Mississippi. Oh dear! Didn't even know where he was. Well, there's a. It, it's pathetic to see it. Actually, there's a video up on YouTube of Biden being told how to walk off the plane. <laughs> when to do this turn, when to do that turn. And for a few minutes, he didn't even know where he was. It's yeah. really sad to see it. It's when he was up in Canada with Trudeau. Trudeau, right. You know, and they, his handler had to tell him, you know, you walk down the ramp and then you go stand on the blue dot. And, and Biden literally tells him, it's hot Mike, and he literally tells him, I'll stay in my blue dot. Yeah. When it came time to go, well, he he got Biden got to the podium. He couldn't say anything right. When he got time to go, he couldn't find his way off the stage. Yeah, it's it's really it's bad enough. This man is president of the United States. You know, president. Use your air quotes there. But it's pathetic in a way to see what old age can do to people. And that's another reason why it's time for the next generation. Yep. Well, Diane, guess what? We've run it's out of time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Fast hour tonight, folks. Well, we had a lot to talk about. If you missed any part of it, go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning. Click the podcast button. We're there waiting for you. Yes, we will be. And I'll have it up. I usually get the show up between 6 and 7. 
maybe with no sleep last night, it might be between like 6.30 and 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be patient, folks. Be patient. It'll be there. All right, Diane, we're done. Okay. Nighty-night, guys. Good night, everybody. Have the best weekend you could possibly have. We'll catch up with you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye.